It may surprise you to hear that I've boycotted a state since I was a preteen. Don't let it be said that the youth aren't paying attention. They are. In this case, this state fought against ratifying a law that I truly believed in. And they were pretty low-key racist about it, too. In fact, in later years, some of the politicians who fought against this law would express contrition about their stance because they had changed as people over the years. That first boycott for me was one of many that I've participated in throughout my life. When people got upset about Major League Baseball moving the All-Star game to Denver this summer, I just thought, hit them where it hurts, their wallets. And many of you listening to the show may be too young to know about how Western countries divested from South Africa and got apartheid eliminated as law. And if you're not familiar with what apartheid was, please Google it. Artists stopped going to South Africa and businesses didn't want to be associated with supporting apartheid. In fact, there was even a song called Sun City. I, I, I ain't going to play Sun City. That's kind of how it went. Anyway, that song was about not playing at the Sun City Resort that was based in South Africa. So all of these Western artists would go there and play. And then finally, it just looked bad. And like those artists were complicit in what was going on there. So when Texas finally dropped the legal hammer on American women's rights, voting, and got really crazy with gun rights too, I knew I would be compelled to act. In fact, those three laws enacted in Texas during 2021 were just three too many. And I can no longer look away while this is happening in that state. What's interesting about this for me is that I really like Texas. On my show, Square State Colorado, I often joke that if California and Texas had a wild love affair, Colorado would be the result. In fact, I actually prefer Texas to California. I don't make the decision to boycott lightly. In this episode, I'm going to share what it's like to boycott a state. By the way, that first state I mentioned, I still hate it. Why there is no one way to boycott and that boycotting states and the process of just boycotting anyone, an individual, an entity, or a organization, it's complicated. I'm a huge fan of the envelope system. It was one of the many systems that I used to help me organize my cash while paying off over 60 grand in debt. The only downside with this system, the possibility of losing your cash. I really wish Cube Money had been around back then when I was paying off everything. Cube Money is a digital envelope app that pairs with a Visa debit card. Your cash is kept in an FDIC insured account. Cube Money is also a great way to keep your money organized while you're on the go. Cube Money is the envelope system basically on steroids. I love it so much. I am a proud affiliate. If you click on the link in the show notes to learn more, do be aware that I may be compensated for any actions that you take checking it out. I currently use the free option, by the way. If you'd like to start a personal finance brand or other online focused business and brand and are looking for tips, information, and ideas on how to grow an online business that serves your ideal clientele, is positive, and leads with equity, check out my new project, The Brand Building Lab, where I talk about all 
things online business building. Want to learn how to design products, how to attract projects that pay, or how to recognize when it's time to hire help? The Brand Building Lab has you covered. In this episode, I'm talking about boycotting states. If you're in the FinCon community, you know that we're heading to Texas this year for the conference. I spoke with seven personal finance influencers about whether or not they plan on going to FinCon 21. At the time we recorded the episode, the law had not been passed. I've had a couple people bring this up, like, why didn't they bring it up? Well, because the law hadn't been passed. Clearly, the individuals in my episode would have brought this up. So just as a, just to clarify, we recorded that episode before the last law was passed, so no one made a comment about it. And I know for a fact that several of my guests have very strong opinions about this legislation and would have said something. If you're curious about that episode, please do listen to it. There's a link in the show notes. state? Like, how does that even work? Recently, I interviewed Tanya Hester about her new book, Wallet Activism. I'll be sharing that episode soon, and I hope and read her book is what I'm trying to say. The premise of the book is literally how citizens can vote with their dollars and make spending decisions, as well as investing decisions that are in alignment with their values. By the way, I think the book is now live. It's for sure available for pre-orders, so make sure you check that out. She also has a podcast called Wallet Activism as well, so give it a listen. For those of you who know me well, you're definitely aware that I'm constantly practicing wallet activism in a number of different ways. I buy local and support local businesses whenever possible. In fact, this is a key part of my Colorado-focused brand, Square State. To highlight, uplift, and share Colorado local businesses, people, and initiatives, I actively avoid spending money at places that would mistreat me or other people. It seems like that makes sense. And also, if I hear of a place that mistreats their staff or just is completely out of alignment with my core values, I don't give them my money. I also use a car share. And besides that saving me a ton of money, it's very much in alignment with my concern about the earth. I have been breathing death air for the last, the, for the entire summer, as have all the people in the West, because the state of California is on fire and all that smoke is going East from California. So anyway, my point is when I'm making spending decisions, I am keeping these things in mind. It sounds like it's complicated. It really isn't, um, especially because it's just part of the way that I live. So when Texas started passing laws that I found highly problematic, I began to ask myself, is this a place that I want to support with my time and dollars? Moving forward, the answer is a unequivocal no. The irony though, isn't lost on me that I am heading into the belly of the beast in two weeks, but those plans have already been set. It's too late for me to kind of pop out of that. If you're thinking about boycotting Texas or some other state or company or person, here are seven lessons that I've learned from many, many years, an entire lifetime of financial activism, which interestingly, when I was younger, I didn't really understand that that was what I was doing, but that was what I was doing was saying, my money is not going to go to something that I do not believe in or support. 
Likewise, it will go towards things that I do believe in and support. So here are the seven lessons that I want to share. You have to design a boycott strategy that you can actually stick to. For boycotting state, it could be as simple as never visiting that state. America's big. It's a huge country. You don't have to go to certain states. And in fact, most Americans only visit five states in their entire lives. I've visited 45. I'm good. For me, it's pretty straightforward. I don't need to go back. I have broken the initial boycott one time, the one that I started the program with. I broke it one time. And the reason why was because a program that I belong to, an organization that I'm a part of, I'm an alumna, hosts reunions in that state for the program. I decided because this was a big reunion, I would attend. And I had racist bullshit happen several times during that week, reconfirming that that state still has problematic people in it. By the way, of course, Colorado has racist too, but I'm going to be candid and say I encounter issues maybe once or twice a year versus three distinct incidents where I'm just minding my business with different people during a five-day trip. So basically, I hate that state. I was just minding my business. And that state continues to suck. If you make things too complicated, it just it's just a matter of time before you do the thing that you're trying to avoid. It's just common sense. I'm currently boycotting four U.S. states and actively will avoid them moving forward. They don't need my money. One of those states might actually surprise you. Lesson number two, not everyone will respect or understand what you're doing, your beliefs, or your stance, and you're just going to have to suck it up and deal because you're staying true to yourself. I've noticed this, especially when boycotting artists like musicians or people in theater or the movies. I have boycotted Woody Allen every since he married his wife's daughter that he helped raise, and I will forever believe that that relationship was inappropriate, amongst other things. In fact, when I'm actively dating, telling me you're a fan of Woody Allen is a surefire way to never hear from me again. In fact, I dated this one guy who was a huge fan and we and we ended up breaking up. That was one of the reasons why. I was just like, I can't believe that you don't find his behavior suspect and I wonder about you. He also ended up being a jerk, but that's another conversation. Also, I can't forget the image of the Valentine's card that Mia Farrow created with knives stuck in it. I'll never forget seeing that image. She she made a card and she stuck 14 knives in the heart. And I think she sent it to Woody Allen. Anyway, that was deep. Here are some other people that I'm boycotting that I'm not going to give my money to. Kanye West. I will never forget or forgive the past five years. I will never give him my money. Not willingly. Army Hammer, because he's got issues. Ew. Kirstie Alley. I don't even need to explain that one. Bill Cosby. I don't need to explain that one either. Kevin Sorbo. No more Hercules for me. Some of these may seem funny, but I don't want a dime of my hard-earned money going into these people if I can help it. And a lot of people will compartmentalize what makes these people problematic, but I won't do that. Here are a couple companies that I'm currently actively boycotting. Nabisco. If I notice that a product I'm leaning towards, like I'm about to touch it and it says Nabisco, I'm out. I'm not touching it. Brandy Melville. This is a new one. I am not familiar with this company, by the way, but I'm going to boycott it even harder than I did American Apparel. Um, Especially if I were a parent of a teen, a teen girl purchasing clothes, I would never, ever, ever step foot in that place besides the alleged racism the weird behavior and just problematic 
behavior with young teens and the CEO. There's just too many issues. So the racism, like I can't even. So those two are businesses that I am boycotting currently. And I'm sure there are others that that I'll realize that, that come to mind. Local businesses where I've heard things and I'm like, you know what, we're good. So on my Colorado website and podcast, I shout out businesses or I reach out to people. And there have been a couple of instances where I was going to really enthusiastically share a business. And then someone else in my life had a really bad experience. And I'm just like, can't share them. So there's also that. Lesson number three, targeted support of like-minded businesses, entities, people, so on and so forth, organizations. One of the most important aspects to consider when boycotting a state is how to avoid harming those individuals in that state that you would support if you were there. In 2021, we have a gift. It's called the internet. So there are a lot of ways to support businesses, people, and organizations that are in alignment with your values, even in the states that you're boycotting. You could you could just check social media feeds of the businesses you would like to support. More often than not, brands will share who and what they support, who they are as part of their brand story and make it easy for you to say yes or no to them. Buy gift cards to local businesses that may be impacted by boycotts from out-of-state tourists or businesses, especially if you have friends and family in those areas who are trying to work. So for example, I'm going to Austin in a couple of weeks and I'm going to look and see, are there local businesses where it's really clear to me that they do not support these laws? Those are the places I'm going to take my money to. Okay. Share those businesses with other people on social media. TikTok actually in particular can be really impactful for marketing these businesses. It takes one viral video and those businesses will have plenty of customers coming in without having to rely on a marketing budget. If you have a website or podcast that celebrates travel, reach out to those businesses and talk to them. Help them in whatever ways that you can without necessarily having to step foot in that state because some people have no choice. They live where they live, right? Supporting local media in the states that you're boycotting that provide balanced coverage of the issues you care about. I am going to subscribe to the Colorado Sun. It's an independent newspaper here in Colorado, and they do really great work. And I want to make sure, one, that they survive because independent media has a really hard time. But two, I think it's important to have independent media because it provides a different perspective than these massive organizations and, and companies that we a lot of times feel victim to. Send money to political candidates during the next election cycles in order to flip leadership. I have never sent so much money towards political candidates than in 2020. I was just sending cash, just sending it. And that was money I was paying debts off and whatever, but this was for a, a bigger purpose. And so I was sending quite a bit of money across the United States for me to help these people win. And in I'd say about half of those candidates did very well and one and the other half didn't, but at least they had a war chest of money to work with. Contribute to voting organizations looking to secure the right to vote in those states. This is a big issue for me, period, end of story. And I will forever financially support organizations helping people vote and have equality at the ballot box. I've seen financial support requests for providing aid to women 
looking to make reproductive decisions, but may otherwise not have the finances to travel to neighboring states or Mexico to practice reproductive autonomy. Lesson number four, don't shame others for their choices. Remember how I mentioned that I may not be supporting Kanye moving forward? I know if people are closely connected to him and very much support his work and just him as a human. I'm not here to make those friends and people that I know feel wrong for their choices. That's not my goal. My goal is to always be in alignment with my personal beliefs as I make my choices. This approach helps me to avoid conflict over issues that I'm passionate about. And quite honestly, I'm never going to change my mind, which lets me know that other people probably are never going to change their mind about what they believe either. That's just honest. Save yourself some stress and just move on. Lesson number five, have a clear goal behind your boycott. Clarity connects with purpose and it makes it easier for you to stay true to your boycott. Here are some of my goals when actively boycotting a place, person, or organization. Cause disruption. Make it uncomfortable to uphold problematic beliefs, systems, and organizations. Hurt their cash flow. Hurt them in their pocket. Keep a constant conversation flowing around the issue. There's no hiding. I don't want you to hide around something suspect that you're doing. Lesson number six, support people, places, and organizations that are in alignment with your values. Again, this could be related to policy on employment. So maybe there are jobs that you're looking for or that you're sharing with people who are looking for jobs. Why on earth would you share jobs that have problematic systems and policies that harm their workers versus just sharing the places that are really looking to do right by their employees? Support places that have policies connected to helping gender and race. Any business that has childcare credits or provides access to that, I'm going to shout that to the rooftops. Target, creating the policy to help people go to college, I will forever be a fan. Like those are the kind of places I want my money to go to. Target, it's it's so funny. I actually was at Target with my mom the other day and I was like, mom, I can't go inside. (laughs) And the reason why is because it's an addiction and I just want to go in there when I have like, you know, time and, and just, I want to just explore I black out and then I come back out and I'm like, what happened? That's my target experience. But I also know that that money is going to help people better their lives. Lesson number seven, financial boycotts often aren't fast. This will be a tough lesson for a lot of people to hear, especially because many folks nowadays expect change to happen fast. Typically it doesn't. And that really sucks, but it's just It's honest. Change can happen in days, months, years, or an entire lifetime to get the change that you're fighting for. The issue of longevity is part of the reason why I say that your boycott has to be easy enough for you to sustain. And the more you boycott, the easier it gets. I've boycotted so many things. It's so easy. But in the beginning, it feels like it's really hard, like you're missing out on something. You're not because it's America and there's more than one place to do the thing. If I'm you know, boycotting a burger, burger place, hamburger joint, there's how many other places I can buy hamburgers. And that's the beauty of capitalism is that we are the market and the market can decide. It's just very clear in my brain what I will and won't do with my money. What about boycotting Texas? I'm prepared to commit to the process. I'm kind of sad though, because initially I'd planned on doing a road trip 
to Marfa, Texas and staying at the El Cosmico. This was something I've wanted to do for years. I'd planned to do a road trip to Marfa after the conference, but I now feel that it's actually too unsafe with the current climate and gun laws to travel as a single black woman throughout the state. I don't trust that I'm going to be safe. I don't need anyone to email me and let me know, oh, you'll be safe. That's It's irrelevant what you tell me. This is how I feel. So don't try to convince me. It's how I feel. In order for these boycotts to really have impact, businesses and leaders within the state will have to stay angry enough to repeal the laws and to boot the governor out. It's going to take a while for the financial pain to be felt in Texas because caring for others, in my view, is not going to move the needle for them or else they wouldn't have passed these laws. What motivates them is very different than what motivates me. And so the one thing I know that motivates them is money. In order to rethink these laws, they have to be hit where, where it hurts for them, which is their wallets. That's just is what it is. I will be boycotting Texas. I cut short my my Texas trip because it was going to be two weeks. Just going to go to the conference and return and come right back home. If you're thinking about boycotting a state, person, or organization, what feels the most complicated about it? Recently, I shared that I stopped talking about writing romance as a side hustle on earlier podcast episode. Writing books, fiction and nonfiction is my favorite side hustle. I really love it because I can just sit quietly somewhere and just work on my books. I don't need to get permission from anyone. I don't need to do anything other than have an idea. You don't even need a laptop. Even though having a laptop does make it easier, you just need paper and pen or a phone. You could just talk into your phone. If you have a book idea that you'd like to write and are looking for a supportive book community, Make Money with Ebooks may be the course for you. Access to the course for the lifetime of the course, twice a month office hours, ask your questions and share your wins. Get feedback from people who care about your dream of becoming an author. All the logistics that you need to know for publishing your book, marketing tips, Three different tiers to choose from, self-study, group study, or VIP. Make sure you grab a link in the show notes. Again, let me know if you're going to be boycotting a state, place, or person. What are you up to? I hope you enjoyed this episode.